Hello, guys. Welcome to this emergency edition of Lumia Sports. I'm Eris Demetrius Mason, joined again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D is what it do. Here we are. Demetrius' <laughs> most exciting moment in his podcast career. You know, <laughs> might be more excited for this than if the Eagles or the Bengals win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Wild. What a, what a wild claim. All I'm going to say is, man, all I'm going to say is, as much as I would love to, you know, take my victory lap, and I will, we'll get there, but I just want to say, from, from the bottom of my heart, mm-hmm. he tricked me too. <laughs> well, well, before we get to the trickster, right, there was a whole other game before it, so... We nah, should probably it. talk about that first. No, we're not. We're, we can talk about that later. We're talking about this now. Oh, um, uh, okay. Well, nah. we will talk he said, let's it. get straight to it. He said, what the everyone today is talking about. We can talk about that other game later. Don't, he said, don't no play. foreplay. No foreplay going straight at it. Straight penetration. He tricked me too. Because I fell asleep. Now, I had a lot of pizza. Wow. So I, I did not yeah. know that. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's why I wasn't texting you, man. I was in bed. Yeah. I now, now, I will say this. Deep in, my, in the in the bottom of my heart, uh-huh. watching, I was like, this isn't for – four, for four interceptions, this is not as bad as it should be. Yeah. And you could see the path. I could see the path, but couldn't fight it off. So darn now, because Dom was asleep too, we both ate shitty food at the bed. <laughs> Tell us what you saw happen. For those who don't know, if you're living under a rock, the Chargers and Justin Herbert um, lost a 27-point lead to Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. A lot of takeaways from this game, um, which we will get into. And the reason <clears throat> that I called this emergency is because all year I've been calling Herbert and Trevor Lawrence, both tricksters, a term – you know, came up, you know, by from my work colleague, Pat. Um, and it describes a quarterback who who looks great. Everyone gives all the credit to. He never gets the blame. But there's just something. Like who, is, who is his inaugural trickster? I'm curious. Who is his trickster? He started with running backs. And his his first trickster that I can think of was Najee Harris. He's still Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I agree with that one. Yeah. So Najee's a trickster. Um, then we talked about, you know, Rogers being a trickster. And then I took it the step further of predicting future tricksters. <laughs> he did not believe that Herbert was a trickster, but last night I got a picture. Damn. He, he so he coined the term and didn't even use it on, on the player that really fit the term the most. He's not the only – a lot of people disagreed with me on it. My uncle Ray specifically on he coined the term. But, but yes, he did coin the term. Mm-hmm. So I want to give credit to the, the term coiner, but that's what we do, man. Innovation is just taking taking it from one step and taking it a step further. And I feel like I've done that. But Darnell, tell me because you're gonna watch the game. Um tell me tell me what you saw from your perspective. And you're gonna want to pick the Chargers. 
So I want to I know your thoughts as you're watching. And you did pick the Chargers. All right, so I'm going to take y'all through my Saturday, right? So <laughs> there's – um. So all right, I, all right, so basically what happened in the game was it was a 24-0 lead in the second quarter. And yes. then the Chargers get the ball back. I don't know if this is after a turnover. I don't remember exactly how it was after a turnover. It might yeah. have been after his fourth turnover to half for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's what happened. They get the ball and they settle for a field goal. And at the time, it's like, all right, it's only 27 nothing. It could be a lot worse. And it's like, all right, that's a <laughs> positive step, according to the broadcast. I think Al Michaels is doing his first game back on NBC all season. And he's like, yeah, all things considered, settling for a field goal is a positive for the defense. And yeah, at that which, time, Alan, I agree. Alan, not Herm, Alan and Tony were kind of tough to listen to, but the kids continue. Yeah. From my perspective, it just, there's no energy. Yeah, I feel you. But, uh, and and then, so they settle for the field goal. And right before the half, They Trevor Lawrence gets the touchdown pass to Evan Ingram, and they end up going into the half 27-7. to And at that yeah. time, I'm thinking, man, as much as this game has swayed in the Chargers' favor, that's not a big enough lead for me. Like, I need I needed more than that. So coming out of the halftime, I'm thinking, okay, the Chargers need to score again. Get the ball. The Chargers got the ball for halftime. I know. Yeah. They needed to score, but they didn't. Yeah. Nope. And, that's what, and then at that point, I'm like, man, all right, this game's getting a little dicey. And if anybody would choke this game away, it would be the Chargers. And lo and behold, Marvin Jones ties it up, or not yeah. ties it up. He scores 27-14. Might as well tie it up. <laughs> then the Chargers get the ball back, get a field goal. 27 yeah. or 30 to 14. I'm thinking, okay, maybe they have a chance to extend the lead to make it to where it's too insurmountable to come back. And of course, Trevor Lawrence has and and at that point, Trevor Lawrence, um, I think they might have missed a field goal. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the um the uh what's it called? The um the Chargers. So kicker. so he so yeah the Chargers kicker missed the four he made the fifty yarder and then missed the forty yarder yeah he missed his that, forty that yarder was way, that was that was way later in the game yeah this is in the third quarter though towards yeah, the, the, the third quarter yeah no. he missed it um, he missed it in the no. third did he no he yeah didn't. I watched the highlights so did I it wasn't in the third he missed it in the fourth we missed well he made the first one in the third at least all right well mate all right so that's that's yeah. not the point but um yeah. so Trevor Lawrence has the ball. And he audibles to this play that they have designed to where they have these Doug Peterson beaters and perfect play design, 39 yard touchdown to Zay Jones, wide open. Wide. 30 yeah. to 20, or it's 30 to 20. So they go for two. Missed the two. Mm-hmm. So 30 to 20. And it's like, all right, 10 point game, still some breathing room here. Next thing you know, fourth quarter comes around, and yeah, Jaguar score score again. Control the pretty much from then on, it was all Jags. They go on a twenty eight three run in the second half to close out the game, and Christian Kirk scored in the fourth quarter with five minutes left. 
Riley Patterson scores at the end of the game to win it. And it was one of the greatest. It, if had not been for the Minnesota comeback this year, it would have been talked about as an even better, greater comeback than what it was. No, nah, it will be because that game didn't matter. Like, no, really, yeah, since that game was in the regular season, this one is one in the playoffs. And yeah, so. This one about the you, you, for, you forgot you forgot a you forgot one pivotal play though. Forgot a couple. What play was that? I mean, yeah, it's hard to recap it. Like, yeah, it was last night. And on top of that, so behind the curtains, I've been telling y'all sports gambling has been legal. And of course, I bet on that game. And I'm, <laughs> I didn't know I really I didn't really know I bet on the Chargers to win. And so I look back at my ticket and I'm thinking, oh no. Oh, <laughs> this is before the game even started. Before we recorded the podcast, I'm like, oh no. Why did that's that's part of the reason why on the podcast I told y'all I was going with the Chargers. And if it makes you feel better, I had a friend that bet on the Seahawks. So <laughs> to win the game. So our guy that Sweet Lou. <laughs> oh, Sweet Lou? <laughs> yeah. So let me let me find this. Let me find it. So basically, I needed it was a five team bet. Everybody won. I needed the last leg of the parlay was this game, and I lost in that fashion. Yeah. yeah. So it was a backbreaker. It was a heartbreaker in many ways. Yep, that's what the trick is. I'm not, but after sleeping on it, I don't feel as bad as I did last night after the game. I was like, Real oh, quick. I was sick. A couple Funny things you missed. The Chargers missed the field goal um, in the fourth quarter. Cameron Dicker, ex-Eagle kicker. Um <laughs> He missed the field goal. And then the Jags going for two and then running a QB sneak where Trav just reached his arms over. Oh, yeah. Q- I meant to yeah, I meant to bring that up because yeah. on that play, they only got it because they were they were originally gonna go for the extra point. And then Nick Bosa gets Kelly. called for this killer, like like he basically was the drive killer. And he had got a unsportsmanlike penalty for like slamming his helmet down, so that got him from he threw that basically to the half yard line. Uh, yeah, and that's when they's like, all right, we got to go for two. They go for two. Trevor Lawrence snaps it and just reaches across the goal line. Now, what what surprised me was when they did it, when they scored when uh, Zay Jones scored the touchdown and then they went for two. Mm-hmm. At that point, I thought they would have went for the extra point. I, I mean, they were down. They were down 10 at 16. that point. Nah, they were down. No, but, he just scored the touchdown. So they would have so they were down. It was 30 to 20. But yeah. you go for two because you want to you want to go for eight. two again if you score to tie the game. Yeah. It made sense. Yeah. Well because getting I, one doesn't help anything. Yeah. I mean, you know? put, putting yourself in a field goal position to tie the game would help. But what? I mean, because if you scored, if you score the extra point and then you score another touchdown, then but you don't know the time of the game. You gotta if you can tie it, that's better than being down one. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess it's my turn. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was eight forty-seven left. It was thirty to twenty when Dicker makes that field goal. Yep. I just 
I'm gonna let Dom go first. I'll wait. Uh-huh. Dom, what are your thoughts on this, man? Yeah, you know, watching uh watching them in the first half, you know, on it like when you looked at a lot of the plays, a lot mm-hmm. of them were like fucking like wow, that that was an interception type play. Like, okay, I so forgot the- to shout out Asante Samuel. He had three yeah. first half picks, and yeah, yeah, that was a so- big part of the reason. Go ahead. Yeah, so so you look at uh, what's it called? You look at um the first interception where Joey Bosa like broke off of fucking block, then mm-hmm. tip tipped the ball, and then fucking Drew Tranquil caught it. Like that, that's not that's 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 highly unlikely <laughs> to happen in, in most circumstances. But you know, I'm not I'm not you know taking the hook off Trevor for that. I'm just saying that's just a really unlikely. Interception happened, and then you know Austin Eckler goes runs the touchdown in, um, because they were in the they were basically in the red zone, and I think they were like on the thirty, and then the next time is the um interception where there it where oh, it looked like there was a hold on um Zay Jones, and then you know Asante Samuel you know caught that interception, so then with that one, they got down to the red zone, but. They weren't able to, you know, fully capitalize on it. So they kicked the field goal. And then um I think the the neck yeah, that was on the fourth down play. Okay. When they when they could have kicked the field goal, but they went for, you know, the fourth down instead. So on fourth and seven. So then after that, you know, uh I think I think they punted the next the the Jaguars punt the next time. And then um What's it called? The Chargers came down. I'm pretty sure they scored a touchdown on that one. And then, and, you know, Trevor threw his third interception in the half, in, in, in the quarter, I mean. And then um, they, like, they scored – I think they scored another field goal off that. So then at that point it was – no, they scored another touchdown off that. So at that point it was 24-0. to zero. And then after his interception in the uh, second quarter, then they came down and scored another uh, field goal. So basically, like, while all this was happening, you know, they were just like they were only scoring when they were on their side of the of the, of the um, field. Yeah, when they were on their side was really the only time they were scoring outside the one punt that they scored the touchdown on. I was like – that's not really showing me a whole lot that their offense is doing anything really spectacular. You know, they they were just like lucked up in good positions. And, you know, this is a completely different scenario. It's a completely different team. But it's like it's similar to, you know, watching that um, Buccaneers and Bengals game where, you know, the um, Buccaneers kept forcing intercept, well, kept turning the ball over. I think they did like three or four times in a row. And and within their own like thirty forty yard line, but mm. difference was you know the the Bengals were able to capitalize on it much better, and it was later in the game, so you know the the momentum had already shifted in their direction. It was in like the third quarter when that started happening, so the momentum had started shifting in their direction, and Tampa Bay wasn't really able to you know come back from from all that. But you know what, which all Trevor's plays were in the first. We're in the first half for the most part. So, you know, they came out halftime and they started, you know, attacking differently. And and when and when the Chargers offense came down to doing something, then their offense just wasn't really able to do much. When you look at 
Justin Herbert's numbers, like, it's insane because he got outplayed. Uh, somebody that played, somebody that threw four interceptions outplayed somebody that has zero. And it's like, you know, Trevor obviously made his mistakes, but, like, he made plays as well. And for the most part, Herbert didn't make any, like, huge plays. There was one play. Um, this play probably would have ended the game if it happened. I think that, I think it was on the drive where they missed the field goal. Mm-hmm. But he over – it was, like, third down or, or second or third down. But he, like, overthrew the fuck out of, like, one of his receivers. I forget which receiver it was, but he won a hot – he even mentioned that – I watched, like, both of their uh, – both Trevor and um, the post game uh, Herbert. Yeah, I, I watched both of their post game interviews, and Herbert. You know, he brought that play up where he overthrew. Like the ball was so high over his head, like <laughs> you know, he so. had an overthrow in the end zone too. It was to yeah, that's Allen. I think that's the one. Uh, yeah, is that the was, same play? I don't know if. Go ahead, Demetrius. This is the first half. Let me go. Yeah. I'm I'm tired. No, there no, there's one. There was one in the second half. It was in like the fourth. Yeah, Herbert, Herbert, Herbert did trickster things. Let's he let's over threw the fuck out of him. Let's I think it the, was more Staley getting out coached by Doug Peterson to me. So I knew we were gonna get there. So Staley should get fired. Yeah, and no one's gonna disagree with that. But just what I see is no one except Dom just did it is gonna blame Herbert for this again. Making him the they're gonna use him as a Man, if Herbert had a better coach, and be, he had four interceptions. Yeah. We can blame Brandon Staley all we want. Yeah, the defense kind of folded, whatever. He gave your offense four more opportunities. Yeah, defense did their thing in the first half, especially. It's, and you started with the ball. Yeah. In the second half. Yeah, you have to end the game. <laughs> like, there's no. He just wasn't doing anything. I mean, that's a like, that's a point. That's a point you've been making throughout. You know, you just say he doesn't quite close games. That's yep. that's always been your thing with him. He's not quite a closer. He just maintains for the most part. He's just there. Yeah, One thing I didn't notice until really like sitting there and watching that whole game yesterday was how much when. Justin Herbert backs back to pass that he just gets the ball just batted at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. For somebody that's six six, like a it's lot. just he leads the NFL in batted passes. You didn't probably y'all didn't know that either, but it's that bad. And he had like four opportunities yesterday. And you gotta <laughs> think of the time and time and distance where it happens, it's like those are drive killers and they may not be sacks, but on the third down that you need to get yardage, that stuff matters. And his offensive in the first half at least, his offensive line was, you know, holding them was holding a float. Trevor was the one that looked like he was just getting pressure like hell in the first yeah, half. Nick Bosa. <laughs> Joey, but yeah. Joey, my fault. Joey Bosa and then Asante Samuel. And Khalil Mack. Khalil and Derwin James and all them. Yeah. Figured them out, though, in the second half. He did. And credit to Trevor, man. Credit to Trevor. Played great in the second half. Um, I, um, 
I just feel like he wouldn't have beat many people either way just because four interceptions is tough to come back from. Right. But, hey, he did it. We'll see. What are they? We, we assume, and we'll talk about it obviously when the game's finished, but we, we all pick the Bills and Bengals to win. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, he plays the Chiefs. At that point, you're playing house money. But you can't really give them two. But we, you know what? Shout out Trevor, man, to come in your first playoff game, fight back from that. That's incredible. Um, I mean, but, it, it's just so funny because, like, I, I know, I know, we want to talk about, you know, Justin Herbert, how how he looked, but at the end of the day, let me, but no. <laughs> so, y'all uh, won't let me fully. Y'all won't let me fully do it. I'll keep taking the words <laughs> out of my mouth. It's crazy. Craziness. Yeah, Demetrius, you said this also. I know. Let me let me say it with my chest though. But go ahead, Don. <laughs> I was, go ahead. I was just <laughs> I was just gonna say. Fucking um what's it called? It's just funny because Brandon Staley, known for his aggressive nature, you know, going for fourth downs for no reason at all at, at every time, at every occasion possible. You feel me? Just like he's known for his aggressive nature, and he played so passive in that game. And it's like it's it's just weird, you know. Because remember, this is his first time as a head coach, you know, in in his first playoff game, the same way as Justin Herbert's first playoff game as well. So then, you 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 go like that. This is Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game, but you know, Doug Peterson already won a Super Bowl. So, you know, the, the adjustments between the two teams, between the two coaches was just like, you know, Doug knows that in order to win, he won, he won a Super Bowl, you know, being aggressive, just saying, fuck it, we, we got to go at it, you know, we got to score. So, you know, Doug Peterson was able to, you know, drop some plays the same way he was able to drop plays during that Super Bowl run. You know, he was able to drop some plays to, to bring them back from this big deficit. And, you know, Brandon Staley, he just kept playing passive. And it's just like, Man, for right, somebody's turn. All right, enough of this. Not this, not this. It's, I'm, I'm gone. I'm he, done. he didn't first play off, passive? First off, no, 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 no. First off, Brandon Staley did not play passive. He's a defensive coach, and his defense got four fucking first half interceptions. I'm talking about the like, offense. And they, okay. All right. So his defense, let me finish. His defense had four first half interceptions. They were jumping every. They were jumping every single short route that the Jags were throwing. He had the film. They used it, and they got a 27-fucking-point lead. Secondly, he's not going to be as aggressive because last year, all he got blamed for, and they're like, this guy should get fired. He's too aggressive because he kept going for it, and Justin Herbert kept not getting it done. So he's like, all right, I'm only going for it because they tell me this guy, you know, he's going to be top five in the fucking NFL. So I should go for it, right? I should go for it. Put the ball in his hands, just like I'm watching the Chiefs do. Just like I can't. Well, the Bengals don't do it, but the the the, the Bills kind of do it too. So the thought is, hey, if I have a top quarterback, I should give him opportunities. Nah, Brandon, you're being way too aggressive. Like, why do you keep going for fourth down? We should probably fire you, but we'll give you one more year. They give him a year. He's in the playoffs. He's looking at his quarterback, who looks fucking scared. And on a fourth and five, he's probably getting the ball batted down. So no, I can't go for that. Like, what the hell you want me to do? Go for it and get fired? No, we'll try to kick this field goal with our kicker. We only miss one kick, and he misses. Because everyone's shook. Because the dude was shook. Period. The Herbert was shook. 
we know it. I've seen it before. And this is why he's a trickster. And that's okay. He won't get the blame. They're going to fire Staley. They're going to be like, that's all right. He's still a generational talent or whatever the fuck because he's 6'6 six, six and can throw it hard. And there it is. It's just all a right. fact. Not as you got that off your chest. Um, yeah, you said it with your chest. Yeah, it took 20 minutes, man. I do think part of, part of me does think, though, like the formula of the game, like it could have been like it could have been a worse position or I know I'm kind of giving him bail, but I don't want yeah, to. What? But what are you I just feel about? like them getting off to that big lead and being forced to have to like run the football in the second half when they're not a good running team. And oh then you're like in obvious passing situations. If you just watch the game, like just the game flow, then the Charger, I mean, then the Jaguars pass uh, pass rush got to Herbert a lot, and it was it was just a lot going on. In yeah, what a, what a shitty position up twenty seven to seven with the ball starting second half. Terrible. Who who the fuck could win in that position? I know. Right? I have a question because yeah. I thought about this. Um, like. This, I just want to name some guys, and you tell me who's getting the blame, their coach or them, um, if they blow a 27-point lead. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's getting the blame. Getting crucified. He's getting killed. Mm-hmm. Dom is checked out. Jalen Hurts is obvious. That's why we can't have a running quarterback. Yo, dog, I, f- I forgot y'all had coach name, bro. Like, I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking because he name, never like, gets, exactly. Nick Sirianni. <laughs> never, I know it's Nick Sirianni, but but yeah, I'm you, like, you yo. don't have to blame your coach when your team wins, yeah, right? Only and then you know, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, that's why he shouldn't get paid. This is why it was happening this season, yeah, when they blew a 24 point lead. Yeah. Ah, Lamar, yeah, finish that. I didn't hear anything about Harbaugh or not a or fucking Rome. word. Not a word. On the team, no, no, not a single other player on the team. <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk, yeah, it's definitely uh, Kirk. It's on Kirk. All it's always yeah. on Kirk. Man, Kirk, Kirk, and Kirk and did the same thing and said, eh, "It's just the Colts." <laughs> <laughs> Like, just did the same thing Trevor did. Like, yep. a couple weeks ago. It's just the Coles, man. He still sucks. He's still going to lose <laughs> <this round. laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, Kirk. Man, them niggas fucking won, like, 13, 12 games. And Jeff, Jeff, it's all Jefferson. Fuck Kirk. <laughs> Dak Prescott. Oh, they, they, they might. It, it's going to be split. They, they it's gonna, gonna be get, Jerry Jones for real. It's gonna be Jerry Jones. <laughs> it's gonna be Jones McCarthy. You know, people still hate McCarthy for the whole Aaron, all, all the Aaron Rodgers years. So you yeah. know, so McCarthy's gonna get a lot of blame. Um, Dak's obviously gonna, Aaron Rodgers will get a little off. bit. That Dak's gonna lose. Dak's gonna get a little blame, but it's gonna mainly go to Mike McCarthy. Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. I can't. I can't ever imagine that happening. But yeah. out of just, out of the yeah. realm of possibility, right? yeah, that's the crazy of part. I'm like, wait a second. 
I don't think that exists. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I and this I don't think that's what happened, but he's been teetering Joe Burrow. I'm not uh-huh. a big fan of uh, the Bengals coach. I don't think Zach Taylor. All right, so I guess Joe Burrow. And I don't, I don't know. I just be like, cause I, don't, I still think that Burrow's really underrated. So it's like it's crazy that a player that just went to the Super Bowl is underrated. But like, I don't know. I don't know if people be blaming him. I don't. I think people that be like, oh. The Bengals, that type shit. <laughs> like it's like at the end of the day, I, I just think people are just so used to the Bengals being ass. It's just like, oh, it's just the Bengals. Fuck it. They were lucky. They were lucky. That's really what they were lucky last year. This was bound yeah. to happen anyway. That's really then, what it would be. And then last one. This will segue into our other uh, discussion. And by the way, I know your answer, uh, but let's say Brock Purdy blew that lead. The fuck. It would be on Brock Purdy. You think? Yeah. I think it'd be, I, it would all be on Shanahan to me. That's interesting. I think it would be on Purdy. Just because he's like, yeah, it's the last pick in the draft. They're just going to say, I mean, he's overmatched. He's overwhelmed. He should have been in this position anyway. He's third. That's, that's not blaming him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get you. Shanahan would be all to blame for that. You should have been fucking better. You got you got all these offensive weapons and shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it'll be it'll be Shanahan. He's already done yeah. it multiple times. That's true. Did this very thing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> not, so. not 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 that. Yeah, it was basically this. It was. It was at least to Tom Brady. Nah, it was worse though. It was all in the fourth quarter. At least, at least. No, it <laughs> at least wasn't. It wasn't all in the fourth quarter. Nah. It was it was twenty eight to three at the end of the third. No, it wasn't was nah. I don't think that's true. Pretty sure they scored a touchdown in the third. Yeah, I think it was twenty eight three with some minutes left on the clock in the third. Yeah, so like so like barely time left in the third. So say like it was with like eighteen minutes left in the game, about probably they were up twenty eight to three. It's a bit different than a half hour, <laughs> but and we're doing it again. So anyway, let's just get to the other game. I'm just I'm happy I got that off my chest, man. Fuck curb. It was two oh eight left in the third quarter for the record. Uh, okay, so seventeen minutes left. Uh, he also wasn't the head coach. So. He was. He no. Uh, I was. Nope. Oh, sure. So let's get to the other game, man. The 49ers beat the Seahawks 41 to 17. Um, Dom heard me the whole first half say, man, I wish I had picked Seattle. And then I didn't say that the whole first half. And then I didn't say it in the second half. As. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As uh, McCaffrey um, and Purdy just took over, and and yeah, I mean the 49ers looked great in that second half. Their offense was just humming. Um, they really like the Seattle couldn't do anything to stop it. Um, 
But Dom, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to you. What did what did you kind of see from that game? Honestly, I saw pretty much what I expected. Uh, I expected it to be, you know, a higher scoring game. I thought Seattle would probably score a couple more points. But again, like I mentioned before the before the game, I didn't really believe in their offense. Like as bad as you know, the the Seahawks. I mean, the Forty ers defense had looked recently. The the Seahawks offense has also looked really bad recently. Like when I saw them against the Rams, and I was like, the Rams are a pretty depleted defense, and they couldn't really do anything against them. So, um, you know, the 49ers defense was at least present. So, you know, um, they scored 17. I thought they would score more. Like I, I, I thought I said they were going to score 20, and they scored 17. So they scored about what I thought. Who um, scored 17? The Seahawks, didn't they? No, it's twenty three forty one. Oh, oh, they scored. Okay, they scored another touchdown at end. Okay, my bad. So I thought they would score twenty. They scored twenty three. So they scored a bit more than I thought. Um, but I said that it was going to be a high offense game, and I thought it was I I thought it was going to be the highest offensive game of the entire uh first round, mm-hmm. and uh, what's it called? They technically scored more points than the than the uh, other game. So, but what's it called? Um, yeah, the the offense of the 49ers is just really prolific right now. They just have so many weapons out there. McCaffrey was looking like the best player out there. You know, Debo Samuel was out there making big plays as well. Um, George Kittle, he had like one of the most pivotal plays that that gave them you know the lead. Well, not the lead, but you know that kind of sealed the game for them when he made that third down catch. You know that could because that could have been a punt. You know if he did if if that play wasn't drawn up like that. So, and, and I th- I'm pretty sure Seattle still had the lead at that point. It was I think it was seventeen sixteen. There was a lot of interesting decisions at the end of the at the end of the uh, first half. You know with the um. Some of the plays at the Seahawks, uh, like the Seahawks, they they were being aggressive and then they just kind of toned it down and was just like, hey, let's just go to halftime. And then the 49ers came by and then, you know, came down with a field goal. But then obviously that late hit on um, Gino, I believe, or who was it on? Yeah, it was on Gino. The late hit on Gino, you know, put them in, uh, put the Seahawks in field goal range. So. Then they were able to kick a field goal, but you know, yeah, I just I just think that the Seahawks, I mean the Forty uh, Nineers offense is just gonna be a problem to deal with for any team, and that's what I saw. On, I mean, the Seahawks defense already isn't that good, but I just think the Forty Nineers offense is an even bigger problem than their defense. So that's pretty much what I saw. Darnell, what are your thoughts? I remember going into the game, Dom was telling – I was saying how impressed I was with the 49ers defense, and Dom was saying, yeah, the 49ers defense is good, but their corners is kind of already. And Debo – or not Debo, but um, DK. DK Metcalf yeah. was doing his thing. Like 13 yeah. – 10 catches, 136, I think. 136, two touchdowns, had a 50-yarder, 13 targets. And a lot of those plays was like crucial third downs. And it was a couple of them where yeah. it was like third and 14. And they was like still, you know, having to manage to convert. And 
they gave their best shot. I'm not mad that um, Seattle put up a better fight than I thought they would. Um, to be honest, we both we both said no way in hell, right? Yeah, I said no way in hell. I said no chance. But <laughs> no, I said that. Yeah, especially that first half. I felt like you know they put they afforded themselves well. And yeah, this I just mean, happened. Gino just had to be perfect. Yeah. He was overmatched in that second half, uh, especially once Debo got loose. First half, Christian McCaffrey got loose for 66 yards. Debo had that 74-yarder. It was just too much. It was just too much to uh, overcome for just DK and Geno and minus a run game and any other weapons, really. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they had a lot going on. I, I mean, they were winning a halftime. I don't know about the no chance thing, but the 49ers offense. No, I'm just saying what we said going into the game was no chance. Yeah. Um, but the 49ers offense definitely took off. And uh, I bet went with my brain there. <laughs> and all I'm going to say is Brock Purdy isn't just he, – he's sizably better than Jimmy G, and that's making me upset. Craziness. I don't know if Jimmy wins that game yesterday, to be honest with you. I'm not sure. Jimmy won that game. Mm. It, we barely seen Jimmy with, with McCaffrey. He would, and, with, with, and they won the games that McCaffrey was there. Mm. They're all I, don't, I don't think Jimmy throws for or goes for three touchdown passes and a touchdown. Jimmy not doing the things that Brock is doing. Brock is like evading people, spinning yeah. around and running and that is – no, the mobility is definitely. He had this one play that was like at the end of the game. It was like towards the end of the game where they still had the ball, and he's like scrambling on the sideline. We're not scrambling, but he's just like buying time, buying time, buying time, like evading this guy, that guy. Throws a dart at the end, gets like blasted, and it's like, yo, Jimmy's not doing that at all. You saw yeah. the one where fucking. He was like running away for like fucking like ten seconds, and then just finds Elijah Mitchell just wide open. Yeah, those type off schedule plays, like I don't think Jimmy G is making. That's what they wanted Trey to do. That yeah. was that was why they got Trey. And that's like Jimmy's gone. So like the whole we don't have to talk about Jimmy anymore. His, his time in San Fran is done. Maybe they keep him around as a backup, but that's, you know, that's that's the extent to him in San Fran. But, like, the question really is now, what do you do with Trey? He lost his job. He can't stay healthy, and when he plays, he's never in any game that he's played looked as good as Brock has looked in every game he's played. Yeah, you're not gonna get no assets for him, especially it's crazy as much as San Francisco gave up to get him too. Yeah, they gave up three ones. <laughs> God, just for him to just for him to get beat out by a fucking the the last pick of the draft, the last pick of the draft. So basically, a wall up, unsigned free agent, undrafted yeah. free agent. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Trey's gone. Jimmy gotta get whatever you can for him, but Purdy is clearly the future. I would keep Jimmy as a backup. He makes too much money. 
Oh, that's true. I think he still makes over twenty million a year. Well, they restructured it, maybe. I think he, I they know. restructured restructured it to like six million this year. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, they if did I'm, do that. If I'm remembering right. Well, that sounds. I mean, if, yeah, if he stays for six million, sure he can stay. I'll even give him ten. <laughs> he can fight. Because <laughs> if anything happened to Purdy, at least he's there. He knows the system. Fuck it. Yeah. It's proven he can. He went to the Super Bowl. Great backup. Yeah. He's not going to disrupt anything. Yeah. Six Yeah, it's the tra- it's the trade, nigga. That you feel me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do we do with you? Because you don't work here. Nah, it's just crazy though. Just hit, just, and it's it's really wild because, you know, not not to not to this. I'm not. I'm. A, I'm gonna try not to pat myself on the back as much about this one, but it was just something in the first. <laughs> In the first game I watched, I remember telling Dom, I was like, nah, this guy, he, he's got something here. Yeah. It was like, right when he came against the Dolphins, I was like, nah, this guy's different. One yeah. game? I was like, yes, one game. That's all it takes. Can tell. Can really, you can, can really get tricked in one it. game, too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't know. If By the theme gonna... of this podcast. Yeah, you don't know if somebody's fucking about to come in there and, you know. Just be just be completely calm in the playoffs. You're right. So I'll take credit. Block rock pretty, it's all on me. Because I saw it. How about that? <laughs> so I, I told both of y'all I was like, nah, this guy better than Jimmy for starters. I don't know how good he is. I almost wanted man, fuck it. He better than Herbert. There you go. I said it. Tell me I'm wrong. Today's not the day for me to add it, Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> like how you got it. <laughs> like I will say Trevor Trevor proved he's better than him at, than him at least. Yeah. I'm not I'm not defending Herbert. Like, yeah, y'all got it. Like Dakota Herbert. Damn. Now I I will I will <laughs> say though, the one thing I will say is that the 49ers pieces are considerably like Better than the Chargers pieces on offense. So if you, I've, if I put him on the Chargers, do I expect him to be what he's looking like now? No, but no. for where he is now, then yeah, he's. I would say him and his situation is better than Herbert and his situation. You you give Purdy a twenty seven point lead, he ain't losing it. They look. Bold thing to say with Kyle Shanahan right there, but I'm still saying it. Yeah, it's because he got that defense. <laughs> oh, shit. That's where his defense is leaky. I don't care what y'all say. That shit leaky. Who's defense, is not, awesome. whose defense is not leaky then if the 49 defense is leaky? Their defense is, is kind of mid, I'll say it. Let me put it like that. I was Who's this better? You know, G- huh? Who's this better? The Eagles. Eagles defense is better. The Bengals defense is better. Maybe the Buccaneers. Buccaneers defense better. Um, I, I, I guess you can't say this, but the Bills with Von Miller, their defense is better. It's not right now, but 
Vaughn's hurt. I disagree. So. Oh, the Cowboys <laughs> lost that after they started worrying about the Eagles. Yeah. The you second they with all that. I said with all those names. I don't think it's all those names and then this 49ers. I think the Bengals defense is definitely better. Let me put it like that. I think the Eagles defense is slightly better. Um, oh, you think the Bengals think defense the Bengals is better than the Eagles? You think it's the best? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, too. You said definitely. The reason I think they're the best is because they adjust to everything so quickly. I don't think the talent is the best, but overall as a collection, I've watched them in the second half shut out Patrick Mahomes. Like, I have a question. Is Zach Taylor a defensive or an offensive coach? He's an offensive coach. Okay, so it's their defensive coordinator that's yeah. making these decisions. Okay. Yep, he's a dog too. Mm. Their second half adjustments are incredible, and they even they make adjustments like drive by drive. You you can see it. Yeah, their defense is the reason that I you know picked them to go back to the Super Bowl. So the the only the only reason I don't think the Eagles defense is the best. Here's why: I just think if you have a, and we're gonna we might see it, but if you have a running back like McCaffrey, can definitely expose these linebackers with a running back and a tight end. And in the zone coverage. I just think the Bengals, their linebackers are just a lot better. Yeah. So I just forget for the, Luke Anarumo is the defensive coordinator for the Bengals. Okay. Yeah. He's tough. I think I think mm, I think it's possible the Giants defense is better too. I think it's possible. We'll see. I I just Look, man, you can't have corners that just get toasted all the time. Yeah. You him every time, like down the field. That's you a can't problem. Destroying every corner. I mean, but it hasn't just been him. If you like the numbers that we were talking about, did it not look like a bad pass like, defense? Third, they're, like they're ranked bad. 30th since like week, whatever, like week 10 or week, whatever. Whenever they start being bad. They're thirtieth in in passing defense. Like it's like now, what's going to happen, right? It, it, a lot of it obviously hinges on obviously the Vikings Giants game, but mm-hmm. they're either going to play, they're they're going to play an offense that isn't going to be great passing the ball down the field, unless maybe they play the Bucks or I guess the Vikings, but. If they play, you know, they play, if they play huh? Are they stomp in the Vikings if they play them. I agree. I agree with that. That's because the Vikings defense is water. Yeah. But Justin Jefferson might go off, so that's what I'm saying. I just don't think that they'll allow it. Like yeah. at least with DK Tyler was there. So it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. I him. can't can't do that. Just, JJ is just too maybe back of their mind like I don't know about this DK shit. You could be <laughs> same, same shit I said. I was like, uh, I don't but really. Even, even if you look at it with like with like the Eagles, like there's Devontae out there. There's a lot more weapons. Yeah, I'm interested to see, obviously that, but you know both teams got to handle. Won't say their business. Both teams got to you know come out next week and perform, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I just oh, 
so you're going to the NFC Championship game right now. I mean, that's the only time they would play. That's just what it looks like. Now, who knows? The Eagles come out next week and easily – I won't say easily, but they come out next week, do some goofy shit, not run the ball, <clears throat> which I've seen them before. You know, anything could happen. I, I – after watching it and looking at the teams, I will say mm-hmm. – I think that the 49ers right now have a have a more lock of a chance to win next week just because now they've already played and they're in rhythm. Because you saw for the first half, they were looking a little – there was some stuff. But Seattle just couldn't stop them at all. Yeah. I'm now, Brock, he's one of – he's – if you look at it, technically he's now more experienced in the playoffs. Or he's had more playoff success than Jalen Hurts. That means something. Just because Jalen hasn't had the opportunity, obviously, to have the better team in a playoff game, sure. But that does mean something. So I think next week they're just going to continue that conference with the Eagles. Week off, who knows, a little rust. Man, this, and just the, the way the teams match up. What's up? The same thing I was saying with, um, you know, Doug Peterson versus Brandon Staley. Like, Kyle Shanahan has been to two Super Bowls, and – this is Nick Sirianni's first playoff game. So, you know, that that could definitely play a person as well. He had a playoff game last year. but Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The second playoff game. And I, th- I do think that will help for sure. I, I think the, the reason I'm still going to lean Eagles is because of home field. And I just think – but, I mean, Brock could do it. Brock, he proved it. Let me put it like this, huh? So I'm sticking with y'all, too. Yeah. The 49ers look dangerous. And Brock, to me, showed, like, yeah, he can win a Super Bowl. I think that's the big takeaway. It's like, okay, he can't, he can do it. We talk about the weapons a lot, but he just does things, and you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude can do it. Yeah. I don't know about Herbert, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can Herbert do something? <laughs> At least be bad, damn it. You didn't do anything. <laughs> what fucking was just there? So it's interesting, right? Because going to that, right? Like you got 4.0 GPR. I heard all of that, right? Yeah. He's kind of robotic. I, yo, I was on uh, everything, bro. I was watching the post game interviews and I was like, I, I watched both of them, like I said. And I was listening to Herbert answer question. I was like, "You feel me? He, this is a robot. This is this is a fucking generic ass, you know, robotic ass guy." And I was listening to Trevor talk, and I was like, "Okay, Trevor got a little fucking like he he got something to him. He has like some swagger to him. Like he like Trev he's a chill, huh?" Trev has swag for sure. Yeah, Trevor's like a you feel me? He's a calm, chill. Like they was asking questions. He was like, you know, just. Keep believing, you know, keep believing in yourself, keep believing in our team, you know. Hey, we know Doug P, we know you can feel me, we know what he about, <laughs> you know. So it's interesting too when you talk about Trev, they kept showing him mm-hmm. over on the sideline, he didn't look broken. Yeah, he, he was, looked, he looked a little annoyed. He was like, damn, I can't believe I did that, but he didn't look like, fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, he wasn't like, he wasn't like, he didn't. His his car I mean, it's gonna waver when you go for a picture. It didn't it didn't leave completely. So yeah. that 
quickly come out and that calmness that for me, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But definitely he he showed as well, like he has the emotion the thing I was worried about was the the emotional because if you're gonna be calm on one end, you still gotta be able to, you know what I mean? You have to balance it. Yeah, you gotta balance it. There's no balance there. He just he just is who he is. He's just there. (laughs) Yeah. Can you be just there? Like, like you see it with Jalen. Jalen's very calm, cool, collected, leader, everything like that. But obviously, yeah. Jalen has swag, for sure. Brock yeah, has swag. Sure. Brock does have the swag as well. You yeah. saw it. The, I don't know if y'all saw, after he threw the touchdown, him beating his chest, like, this guy. No, oh, yeah, I when I knew it was one fucking, you know, his sec, well, after he beat the Dolphins, his second game was against the Buccaneers. And he was just like, you know. He, he he didn't say any like he didn't sound scared. He was just like it's just a, like this is amazing. I get to play Tom Brady like <laughs> this is lit type stuff. Like like that was the energy that he had. It wasn't like you know we just want to go out there secure the W. You know like Herbert would have been like every everybody's the same player at the end of the day. We just want to go out there secure the W. You know he's a great player obviously, but the end of the day i only care about my, i only care about my team things like that you know he was said like a robot but you feel me brock was like oh this is amazing i would love this is i'm i'm glad i'm excited to do this type yeah. shit and, and I that, think that matters in a person oh, just sorry. one thing because dom it looks like obviously you're in the early lead i don't think cowboys bucks gonna fight lead up to this or vikings giants so best game i just think that today it's kind of like almost a bit, you know, a bit of a bummer. I'll say it. It's a little tough having these games where it's like the one o'clock is the Bills Dolphins, and I'm thinking I might just do some chores. In no fucking way. I mean, at, at the end of the day, even though Brock was a was a third string quarterback at, at the at the point, like at the end of the day, this is Skyler's. Not all of these third string quarterbacks aren't about to be good. So no. you got the Ravens third string quarterback, you got the Dolphins third string quarterback, all these Teddy things. Not playing? Yeah, Teddy's not playing either. Oh, oh you had I'm talking Huntley? about Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I thought Huntley oh, yeah. was starting. I thought Huntley was playing. I, th- I thought they said he was he was hurt as well. I thought they said he was out as well. I think I'll check. Hurt. I'll check, but I thought he was out. I'll check right oh. now. Just go ahead and make your point while you I'll check right you're making it. Oh, that, that was the point. Oh, okay. That was just uh, a bunch of third string quarterbacks. So I mean, you know, the, the, these these two, the Bengals and the um and the Bills games, it's just like it's just tough. It's just going to be tough to live up to the two games we saw because at least Purdy has been the starter for like fucking like a month or two at this point. They can even take it a step further than the Purdy aspect. At least Seattle fought. Yeah. I think, like, if it was Teddy, and as much as I was bashing him, obviously I missed two in this situation. Like, I already know that they could go to Buffalo and beat them with yeah. two. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, I, I know that as much as I love Joe, I know Lamar can beat him. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now, and according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, his story says the Ravens haven't – this was four hours ago. The Ravens haven't named a starting quarterback, but all signs point to them 
playing both Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown at quarterback in their playoff game versus the Bengals, sources say. If they're doing the dual quarterback system, bro, Bengals by 100. That means Huntley is not fully 100%, but they want to see how how bad he really is before they have to play this guy. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Sound like we're going to use Huntley's legs and we're going to make Anthony Brown throw the football if we have to. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Hey, man. We'll see what happens, man. Bengals by 100. <laughs> <laughs> Vikings Giants got saved the day, man. But hey, man. Name's Demetrius. Again with Darnell Dom. I'm happy you guys could, you know, join us for this emergency podcast. Had a lot of fun <laughs> with my little outburst. And yeah, for Darnell and Dom, this is Demetrius. Have a go. Later. Triple D's deuces. Deuces. deuces.